Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM. So just getting back to uh, what President Soro Ramaphosa had to say in sounding the alarm on potential interference by foreign intelligence agencies in our elections. Uh, here is what the president had to say about the uh, possibility of a fight back against South Africa. The fight back may also focus on our domestic politics and our electoral outcomes in order to pursue a regime change agenda. Now, some people have said this was a David and Goliath type of uh, contest. So we must be aware that whilst we have done what we believe was driven by our conscience and our principles, and whilst we also went and did the right thing and take this matter to the courts that were set up by those who were there in 1948 or so as they set up that court, uh, we are being blamed for taking the matter to the very court that they set up. <laughs> we didn't take this court, c- case to a kangaroo court. And that was President Cyril Ramaphosa speaking earlier in the week following the ANC's NEC meeting. And now President Ramaphosa's sentiments were also echoed by International Relations Minister Naledi Pando. Pando says that the pushback is more economical than a consequence of the ruling by the International Court of Justice. We are experiencing a pushback with the announcement that Israel will not import grapes from South Africa. I think they will be the loser because our grapes are really delicious. But also an apparent pushback by saying there'll be no flights from their airline. Well, I think those flights were not often very loaded with passengers. So I think it's an economic decision rather than a consequence of the ICJ uh, uh, ruling. Um, The other uh, concern is with some of the proposed resolutions in the United States uh, House of Representatives. And there I think the diplomatic work must continue because as we all know, America is one of the countries that often insists on the practice of democracy and the sovereign right to pursue a country's own foreign policy, but also articulates respect for global uh, institutions such as the United Nations and its institutions such as the International Court of Justice. So when you've had that expression of support for such bodies, you can't, when it is against you, object uh, to their rulings or their very uh, existence. And uh, that, of course, uh, South Africa's International Relations Minister, Naledi Pando. So for some analysis on all of this, we join on the line now by the head of the African Governance and Diplomacy Program and uh, the Russia-Africa Project at uh, the South African Institute of International Affairs, uh, Stephen uh, Grust. Thanks so much for your time and welcome to Update at Noon, Stephen. Thank you. Uh, you got my very long title and name very well uh, pronounced. Thank you. Thank you. We try. Uh, Stephen, uh, so as a point of departure, how concerned do you think South Africa should be over the potential repercussions of uh, that ICJ action and the outcome? Well, as the minister said, the economic ties, uh, you know, for example, stopping the import of South African grapes is not going to be very large overall. But I think Boycotts of any kind um, 
send signals internationally. Um, we have had this issue of the ICJ and of South Africa taking the case um, baited in the U.S. Congress and a number of congressmen, I think it was 200, came out with a statement uh, condemning it. I mean, I think this is dangerous territory because the U.S. remains uh, one of our very most important trade partners. And uh, while South Africa is, is often given a long uh, leash and, and, and a lot of leeway to do what it wants internationally, sometimes it is going to be, be in conflict with what the superpower of, of uh, the Western world uh, wants done. And for example, uh, the African Growth and Opportunity Act, which is a very important uh, bit of American legislation that allows us to trade in the American market, that comes up for renewal ne next year. That's one area where South Africa could actually be punished quite heavily economically if, for example, we are not, we do not continue to get privileges on trade through that. Um, I think diplomatically, uh, tensions are, are quite high with the U.S. over the last year and a half, especially with the Russia-Ukraine war, and now, of course, with the war on Hamas in, in Gaza. Um, it's, it's, uh, relations are, are being strained, and as the minister said, we have to put in some effort uh, to make sure we're seeing uh, what the other party is doing and uh, how it might affect citizens. So if we look at uh, the concern expressed by government uh, with regard uh, to um, uh, what could possibly transpire, they talk about beefing up state security agency and um, being on high alert. How serious should these concerns by our government be taken by us as citizens? Look, I mean, I think any security concern has to be taken seriously. On the other hand, um, you know, we are in election season and this seems quite outlandish to me as an observer. Um, I really don't think Israel would would be uh, too worried about what happens in South Africa. It's got many more important um, partners and, and is, is a massive war on. So um, I think this is a little bit of electioneering by, by the president and by the ANC. Um, and I don't think the public's going to fall for it. And uh, uh, let's just say, if we are to take that as seriously as government is saying uh, this could be, is our state security well equipped uh, or equipped enough to actually guard against any threat to the country's stability in this regard? You know, we saw through the State Capture uh, Commission, the Zonda Commission, just how weak our security services are, our intelligence services. They've been used for factional intra-party battles um, uh, between different factions of the ruling party. And um, the whole apparatus is just not at the level that it should be, as far as I'm concerned. I think um, our defense force has gone down in terms of its equipment and its training and the age of uh, the age of the soldiers and the intelligence uh, community has been totally uh, re revamped by by President Zuma uh, previously and Ramaphosa President Ramaphosa is trying to reform it. But yeah, I'm not confident that uh, if there were such a, a threat to materialise, that our intelligence services would actually be up to the task. So, in a nutshell, just to bottom line it, Stephen, what would you say given this concern that's now been raised by South Africa? Um, you know, again, on these things, you'd like to see proof. Um, uh, I, I, as I say, I think this is, is, is mixed up with, with electioneering uh, for our election that's going to be coming later this year. And, uh, you know, there are, there are undertones of, of anti-Semitism in this 
and uh, I think that's also getting into dangerous territory. So um, I, I myself uh, wouldn't treat it too seriously. Uh, uh, just to that point, uh, undertones of anti-Semitism. Uh, explain that, please. Well, uh, you know that that, that uh, Israel would be bothered enough to interfere in South Africa's um, in South Africa's uh, elections. Um, you know, I think is 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 uh, playing into anti-Semitic tropes of uh, those who think uh, Jews control the world. Right. We'll have to leave it there. Thank you so much uh, for your time, uh, Stephen Grust, uh, the head of the uh, of the African Governance and Diplomacy Program and the Russia Africa Project at the South African Institute of International Affairs.